on the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Hi everybody and welcome to the UD Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold, presented and coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. My name is Paul Peck, joined by Bulls head coach Lance Leipold as we look back at the game against Penn State Saturday and look ahead to this Saturday's trip to Lynchburg, Virginia to take on Liberty. But coach, let's start by your general overviews and thoughts on the not only the experience, we'll dive much deeper into the game, but going to Penn State and playing a game there and how your guys handled all that. Well, I was very pleased with the way we handled things. Um, thought we played 30 minutes of you know, physical, excellent football, you know, hanging with and taking the lead right before the half. But uh, as we can see, when you play an explosive, talented football team, how quickly things can get away when uh, when you turn the ball over and, and you shorten the field and, and then you let, let them to expose their explosiveness like they did and took command of the game. A uh, lot to learn from. Uh, I, I think our team grew up a lot in, in a lot of ways. Um, but uh, bottom line is we, we, we lost football game. We've got to find a way to get better. You, you stole a little bit of my next question, which was going to be oftentimes when you play a top 15 team, it's hard to come out of there saying what you learned about your team, but you used the phrase growing up. May, is maybe that the thing you learned the most about your team? Yes, I, I think so. You know, I, I told them before the game, told them afterwards, well, what are you going to do when adversity hits in a lot of different ways? And there were things that happened, uh, you know, even in the first half that wasn't, positive and we handled it uh you know we had 19 play drive against 15th team in the nation you know we we controlled the clock now part of it is of course they had explosive scoring drives but even in the first half how well we ran the football really consistently throughout the game a lot of positives there and and again some of those younger players including our quarterback I, I thought never let the the atmosphere the moment be too big for him or or some of the other guys well let's dive in right there and let's start there because I think that one of the stories aside from the way your team played in the first half one of the stories that I think every Bulls fan was thinking very positively about was the way Matt Myers played some of that was because we hadn't seen a ton of him in the first game so there's always a bit of a curiosity but he did not look like the moment was too big for him he did not look like the opponent was too big for him he he seemed in control. Your offense did a lot of things, so he asked him to do a lot of things. He was pretty accurate. He made a lot of nice throws. You used the phrase huge strides in Matt Meyer's game afterwards. Take everybody a little deeper and tell us more about the way he played. Well, you know, I think after the first game, you know, people may think that he wasn't ready for some things or we weren't going to expose him to that. It just didn't dictate itself quite that way. Um, for various reasons, but you know those were you know we didn't add a lot to the offense in one week's time. So he'd been doing those things. Uh, you know his personality is you know it was great to see because that that is his personality. His highs aren't real high and his lows aren't low, and and that's a making of a great quarterback because uh, he stays in the moment. He he doesn't uh, let his good plays kind of get him out of whack, and, and he and he bounce right back after uh, after some mistakes. 
Um, he took some shots and hung in the pocket. He, he scrambled when he needed to. He got the ball out of bounds, all those things. But um, Jim Zabrowski made uh, our quarterback's coach, you know, made great comments about it. It's like, you know, talking with him on the sidelines. He's absorbing. It's great conversations. He goes, he allows himself to be coached, and, and, uh, and Jim's really enjoying that, and we look forward to more of that as we go through the season. We're off and rolling on the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria, and that's where we bring the show to you every Monday. 16 of 31, 245 yards passing, one touchdown and one interception were the numbers, the statistics for Matt Myers in career game number two. You mentioned Antonio Nunn, speaking of statistics. Statistics, career high numbers for none. Five catches, 113 yards. Uh, again, we hadn't seen him against Robert Morris. We've seen him in the past, but as everyone is sort of wondering how that wide receiver group was going to shake out, it appeared to me that Antonio pretty much put his arms up and said, uh, I'll be the number one guy here. You know, he's, you know he, he played better than I thought he would after missing so much time, um, but he played to the capabilities of what he started to show last December. And uh, really proud of Antonio because we've asked him to step up and be a more vocal leader, uh, lead by example, lead, lead by, you know, his vocalness, especially in the summertime. And to see him come out and play that way and uh, was really impressive. We will uh, talk with Antonio Nunn and Matt Myers a little bit later on in this edition of the UB Football Insider Show. Tell me if I'm on base or not. I, I thought watching Antonio Nunn play that some things reminded me of that game a couple of years ago against Minnesota when we didn't know much about Anthony Johnson and he lit them up and then we clearly saw what he became, even though... Antonio's been around a little bit before. Was there some parallels to what he did in that game to what Anthony did? And if the parallels continue, that's a nice sign. Um, probably I didn't think of it that way because I guess I looked at uh, Army game a couple years ago at Army when he made an explosive catch. I, I've referenced many times um, about his December that he had in our program. Um, but uh, I think for the casual watcher, the casual fan, um, I, I think some of those things uh, probably showed itself on Saturday night. Your offensive line continued to play well, certainly not at all pushed around by a really good defensive line from Penn State. And then Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks combined for 135 yards rushing. Uh, give me an overview on, on what the line up front was able to do and how your running game continues to improve. Yeah, I, I thought our line played pretty well. I think uh, Mike Nowitzki inside probably, you know, for a redshirt freshman had some had some challenges. It was a great learning night for him, but uh, he never let it get, get too big for him either. I, I thought Paul, Paul Nosworthy um, was one of our players of the week. I thought he played an excellent ball game, as well as most of the other guys across the front. And like you said, I, I think if you, um, you know, just looked at it and, and – you know, who won? Who was winning at the line of scrimmage? We won more than our share of uh, our, our share of the battles. So that that 96-yard drive right at the end of the first half takes you down to the touchdown that Myers throws to Barasa with 11 seconds to go. Can you give everybody an idea of what that walk off the field and into the halftime locker room was like for you and your team, knowing they had done so many things well and were leading Penn State at the half? Well, it's a big boost of confidence. I, I think even if we go in 7-3, we're, we're, still, we're still feeling pretty good about where we're at. Um, you know, that was our talk all along, find a way to get, to get the game into the fourth quarter. Um, we were unable to do that, but a, a drive of that, you know, we were, we were mainly just 
going to try to knock it out, eat up some clock, and then see if we could take some shots downfield. Antonio makes a big catch, and all of a sudden now we're in a two-minute mode. I thought, again, Matt handled that situation really well. And uh, excellent play call by, by Andy. And, and uh, you know, Julian gets his first touchdown catch of his career. And all of a sudden, boom, everything's heading our direction. And, you know, really, really happy for the players at that time. You know, everything that you're going, you, you find – you find your the the crowd's getting quiet and what what noise they are making it might be booze and all of a sudden you know where where does that take you and it's uh it, it, I thought it was a pretty big moment for us and if uh, if he hadn't thrown a Barasa Malinich was wide open on that play yeah. as well too right yeah he was on the other side uh, but uh, the motion that you know Jake had you know they're 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 in man coverage they're trying to run with Jake. Um, and of course, we, we we stressed the back side of that, the weak side went on the, you know, and that's where the first read was on that play and and uh, to go right to Julian. Well, the defense did some nice things as well, too. As a matter of fact, the leading tackler for the Bulls is the Mac East Defensive Player of the Week. We're going to talk a little more about that in our next segment. Don't forget, the Bulls are on the road Saturday at Liberty. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff that you can hear right here on ESPN 1520 with the pregame show starting at 5 o'clock. And then the following Saturday, the Bulls are back home to take on Tim on the 21st here at UB Stadium. More with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold when we continue. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st with the UB football team host at Temple Owls, presented by Miller Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Enjoy a tailgate concert by Granger Smith along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Grab your friends and family and get to UB Stadium and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets, call 1877-UB-THERE-VERSUBBULLS.COM. Town Ford is offering special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni to kick off the new season. This monthly's a new 2019 Ford EcoSport SC for $149 per month, only $149. The Bulls are looking good on the field, and you're looking good in a new EcoSport for only $149. Town Ford, Orchard Park, 36 month lease, $1,195 down plus first payment taxes, registration, and acquisition fees due at signing. Call 716-662-6500 for details. Must take delivery from dealer stock by 9119. We love our town. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, mini dental implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro, Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. I'm Nate. 
And I'm Kate. And we're not just literal taste buds. We're best buds. And we love Pepsi. Sure, we live inside your mouth. But that doesn't mean we don't enjoy the finer things. Pepsi incoming. Amazing. That's what I was thinking. It's like we share the same mouth, Kate. Forever and ever, Nate. Make your taste buds happy and pick up a delicious, refreshing Pepsi. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st with the UB football team host at Temple Owls, presented by Miller Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Enjoy a tailgate concert by Granger Smith along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Grab your friends and family and get to UB Stadium and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets, call 1877-UB-THERE-VERSE-UB-BULLS.COM. We're back here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway as we continue the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. The Bulls 1-1 one one on the season heading to Lynchburg, Virginia to take on an 0-2 Liberty team coming up on Saturday, 6 o'clock kickoff. We'll talk more about the Flames with the coach in a moment, but I want to finish up on a couple of other notes from the Penn State game. Joey Banks, I don't know if you got him mad at some point during the preseason, but he is playing as angry as anyone I have ever seen play, and that led to a team-high 9 tackles tackles and thus him being named the Mackey's defensive player of the week what what have you done to get Joey just flying all over the place well from the from the day we recruited Joey from the City College of San Francisco uh, he always was a, a physical safety loves contact wants to be involved as much as he can near the line of scrimmage we always got to make sure he's he's tempering that a little bit but uh, you know Joey looked at this game as a big challenge you could see he was locked in this week we used him in a couple different different places on the defense and uh, really happy for him because he's kind of battled you know just a little bit of the injury bug staying consistently healthy and uh, you know he's really worked hard in the offseason changed his body a little bit and doing some things and I think he's off to a real fine start and one other player that I thought uh, it played well had some nice moments in the game and and is a guy that we've seen play well in spurts before uh, and that's Chibuzian Wuka at defensive tackle um, give everybody a sense of what you've seen out of him and what maybe there is more to see from him yeah Chibuzi is playing well much like he did last year early in the year and then he then he had a high ankle sprain and those can be nagging and 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 very frustrating and that really got to him last year he played probably at 60 70 percent and and it really takes away from what his game is about it's really his quickness and his burst and uh I thought he played an excellent game. You know, he, he showed up on the sidelines making plays. He was running running really well um, and uh, really pleased with the way our, our defensive fronts played, and, and he's been one of those leaders. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Miller's Port Highway. A couple of other names that I want to throw at you that I think a lot of fans are not hugely familiar with um, that played some key roles and made some key plays in the Penn State game. Uh, now, when I say Dom Johnson's name, I think a lot of people know and are familiar with him either from his basketball exploits or uh, his previous quarterback play, but he gets his first couple of career catches and, again, seems to be emerging as what's going to be a go-to guy for you. Take everybody through what's an incredible story with Dom now. Yeah, Dominic's done a great job, and, you know, he's he's such a good leader, such a great teammate. Uh, you know, when he, when he knew he wasn't going to be a part of – probably the you know the quarterback derby so to speak in the top two he he just said I've I've been here for I'm on my fourth year I want to play and is there something else I can do to help the team so we've looked at a little bit at tight end moved him out to receiver um, you know he's he's playing on special teams he's learning on the fly but he's a as we know he's such an outstanding versatile athlete we're finding ways to use him 
and uh, he's embracing it. And, and you look at between his quarterback time here or even his time on the basketball team, um, Saturday night was probably, obviously the largest crowd he's ever performed in front of, let alone the most playing time he's probably ever had. So we're kind of, you know, it, it's a lot on his plate, and he's handled it really well. I thought you were going to say he's done a lot of winning based well, on that. Well, he's done that too. And, uh, you know, having him in the in the room with all the young receivers because of his quarterback knowledge and play and and just really his, his leadership and maturity has really helped that, that room take another step. And uh, we mentioned his name briefly, but I think he's a person that fans didn't know a lot about. Uh, and then he gets a little bigger role once Zach Lefebvre gets hurt, and that's Julian Barassa. You know, Julian got hurt, I think, in the Rutgers game last year, had surgery, missed the rest of the season. He's been in our program now in his third year. He's waited patiently. Um, again, another another guy who's continued to gain confidence, got a chance there when Zach went down. And uh, we're going to need Julian here to, to, to keep uh, keep progressing, and it was great to see him make that play. All right, uh, I want to ask you about one of the more um, dis the troubling moments. I don't know how, what other better u word to use it to see Evan Finnegan get hurt. I know a lot of Bulls fans are concerned and, and, and are curious to know how things have shaken out. Can you give everybody an update on how Evan's yeah, doing? You, you know, first of all, just a, you know unfortunate situation in a play in football that uh, – you know, you, you never want to see happen. Um, Evan, Evan went, underwent surgery uh, yesterday um, on Sunday. Had a chance to, to talk with him after the game, before surgery, um, and, and communicated with him uh, here on Monday. He's doing well. He's in good spirits. Surgery went, went, went well. Uh, hopefully he'll be returning to campus uh, on Tuesday. And, uh, he, you know, between uh, – you know, we have medical, some of our training staff still there, as well as his parents. And, uh, and again, his parents have been very appreciative of everything that's been done on, on uh, our training staff and doctors, as well as all the Penn State people that have been there. All right, so not only do you have to replace Evan as your punter, he's also your holder. So how, how do you approach that those two spots moving forward? Well, we always have other guys kind of working at it. Now we just kind of try to bring a few more into the fold that have done it. Dominic Johnson will probably be the leading guy to do it right now. Um, our, our kickers usually hold for each other at different times and when they go to camps and do other things as well. So, um, you know, Alex and Jackson Balter might, might hold for each other even. Um, we've looked at it. We've got a couple other guys that we'll continue to, to work through. And, and um, Evan Gantley's another young man who's um, played some special teams as a backup safety. Um, Steven Shoemaker's a walk-on wide receiver. He's done a little bit of it as well. So you just try to find out. Uh, um, Trevor Brzezinski, our, our freshman quarterback, is is very capable. But you know, right now, I'm not sure we're in the position to burn a redshirt year if um, uh, on just holding right now. All right. So those will be a couple of things to watch for on special teams with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Time to dip into next week's opponent. It's our keys to the game presented by Town Hyundai, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. A trip to Lynchburg, Virginia on Saturday for a six o'clock kickoff against the Liberty Flames who come into this it's game 0-2 after a couple of disappointing losses, but the story that most people will be familiar with with Liberty is what their head coach, Hugh Freeze, has been going through um, because he had back surgery, a staph infection, coached the first game in a hospital bed in the press box, coached the second game in a medical chair, looked like a dentist chair uh, in Louisiana. I, I, the question for you is, how coaches hate distractions. How could this not have been, to some degree, a distraction? Yeah, um, 
I don't know that, you know, the ins and outs of what their daily routine is and, and what his interaction is with the team. Obviously, I think he's been probably involved quite frequently with meetings and, and whatnot, whether it be through a teleconference or just hearing his voice. So, so as, they, as they work through all of that um, and, and what role is he is as far as a play caller versus just game management, I'm not sure. But uh, it uh, says a lot about him trying to make sure he's there for his football team. Um, first year there as a head coach taking over for Turner Gill. Um, you know, it's a good football team. And I, I you know, talking to some of the people that uh, Turner had on his staff, they felt this was the team that was headed in the direction that it was going to be their year and uh, kind of gearing itself up for now that they're at fully 85 scholarships and everything. And, and they're a good football team with, with some explosive players. Yeah, a uh, first year officially in FBS and playing as an independent lost to Syracuse in their opener, lost at Louisiana last week. That's the 0-2. But they've got some pretty high-level returning players, particularly on offense. And anytime a quarterback has a good nickname like Buckshot, what, uh, tell me what you think about Stephen Calvert. Yeah, anytime you're Buckshot. I, I think it's his actual middle name is what oh, it really? is. Really? Yes, that's See, what... See, this uh, is more John, stuff John John, did I... I'm sorry, John, I, <laughs> if I took that away. Um, but um, the... Uh, but again, he's a very, very capable quarterback, strong arm, makes plays, um, sometimes a little unorthodox in, in, in delivery, but he has been a playmaker for them. Um, you know, they've got an excellent wide receiver, one that, you know, many times, you know, has some Anthony Johnson-type capabilities. Big, strong, can make contested catches, can still go deep. He's their go-to guy. Um, they use their backfield uh, a, a lot like we use ours. Um, we've got a smaller back kind of as a starter, very elusive. Um, got a couple bigger backs. One is uh, from up in the Pittsburgh area, um, by last name of Mac, I believe, and he uh, – he transferred from Maine, and he was the he led the nation in the FCS in rushing before he left Maine. So, very talented group of specialists in there. Defensively, same thing. They run around real well. Not the biggest that people have had some success running the ball on them, but. Um, I'm sure they're going to find a way to be disruptive against them. All right, that's the Bulls and the Liberty Flames on Saturday in Lynchburg, Virginia. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff that you can hear right here on ESPN 1520. Coach, good luck down there in Virginia. Thank you very much. All right, Bulls head coach Lance Leipold giving us a good scouting report and a good review of the game against Penn State and some new names for everybody to pay attention to. One of those names we talked about, we're going to hear from next. That's safety Joey Banks when we return on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Bulls fans, visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Visit WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. The reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. 
Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Millersport Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Coleta Health has the solution. Emergency room online registration. And it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be. And that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at kaleidahealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Good stuff with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold looking back at Penn State, getting ready for ready for Liberty, one of the standout players. Matter of fact, the Bulls' leading tackler in the game against Penn State is a guy who is emerging as one of the leaders on defense. That's Bulls senior safety, Joey Banks. Well, Joey, anybody that has watched the Bulls' first two games cannot have missed that their number nine is just flying all over the field. Um, what is it about the start to this season and the way you're playing that it, it just seems at a different level? Honestly, um, it really starts with the front that we have this year on the defensive line. You know, Malcolm Koontz, uh, Taylor Riggins, Ladarius Mack, the meat of the defense in the middle, um, Eddie Wilson, you know, Chabuzzi, uh, DeSandra Foxworth. You know, those guys help me a lot and allow me to play as fast as I play on the field and as hard as I play. Because without them, I wouldn't be able to get my breeze as clean or get to the ball as fastly as I, as I am now. And um, even J uh, James Patterson and Matty O um, in the middle at the backer position, you know, all those guys in front of me are helping me play at the level I'm playing right now. So honestly, like I got to give credit to them because without that, I wouldn't be playing as fast as I am now. Do you feel like you're playing at a different level? I mean, again, it, it, we've all noticed it. You're every time there's a big hit or a big play, it's it's you in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I, I feel like I'm a completely different person uh, compared to what I was last year. You know, I even changed my number from 22 to 9, you know. Um, Why, is 9 a hitter's number? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's turning into one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, this year, you know, I just I have a different focus. You know, I know what's in front of me. I know what's at stake. And, you know, I'm just taking full advantage of every opportunity to give to me. I think we talked about this on the radio at the Penn State game. You seem to play angry. Like, I don't know, are you mad at somebody or anybody or maybe you're just mad at the other team on the field? But but the way you're playing seems like a guy who's 
angry at something. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I really don't know how to explain it, uh, but definitely when that helmet um, gets buckled, I could turn into a completely different person. You know, uh, anybody who's not wearing uh, blue and white, you know, I, I see as an enemy and I treat it as such and I just play with some type of rage and, you know, I don't know where it stems from, but <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm made and wired like this. Yeah, well, and we're, we're glad that, that you're on this side of things so you can be angry at other people. Nine tackles and a sack in the game against Penn State. That, I think, is a new career high for you in that game Bulls leading tackler after two games again just overall through the first two games the way you're playing the way this defense playing any bit of a surprise to you or is this what you expected uh this this is no surprise at all I know um even in the summer I remember talking about you know how well our defense was looking and how fast we were going to be playing this year and you know yeah we might have lost a lot of guys but I feel like this defense this year is completely different we're very fast we're uh, technically technically sound and you know we play as a as a unit and it's hard to beat us when we're all clicking on every cylinder on the defense. So I'm, I'm happy to see where we're at right now and just moving forward. You know, we got to build off the mistakes we made in the Penn State game. Obviously, those mistakes cost us, but, you know, we're looking forward to this week and preparing for uh, Liberty. There's one play in the Penn State game I wanted to ask you about. It's third quarter, and it winds up being a play where the running back fumbles on. And at first, it looked you just you laid an incredible hit, one of the better hits I think any of us have seen around here in a long time. I think we all thought that you actually knocked the ball out, but the reality was Eddie Wilson's leg knocked the ball out, and then you hit the guy. Take me through that play and how good that felt for you. Yeah, um, I remember I, I went up against three earlier in the game on the sideline. Uh, me and him had a, a decent collision, and I told him, you know, I'm, I'm going to come back for it. And when I seen that he had the ball in the middle, I wasn't thinking nothing but killing him and destroying him in the hole. And that's all I thought about. After I seen the ball out, it, I didn't care about that. I just wanted to hit him. Football is, as for safeties is different than it's been a while ago. I mean, you know, the game is played differently. Do you have to think about that and be more careful when you're a hitting, hard-hitting safety than – Maybe had you played ten years ago, right? Yeah, I always joke about that. I feel like uh, I was I was built to play ten years ago, <laughs> because this generation, you know, you can't really uh, destroy people like you w you once were able to. Um, but definitely, you definitely got to be careful with the new rule changes and stuff. Just helmet contact and you know being careful, keeping guys you know healthy as the game changes is important. So it's definitely harder to play physical but you just got to adapt and, and move forward from it with bull safety joey banks here on the ub football insider show presented by santora's pizza pub and grill all right joey is from sacramento california and uh, that's where he grew up and his stop between there and here in buffalo was at the city college of san francisco to play junior college um that's the same school as khalil hodge is there is there was there a connection with hodge to get you here as well too Oh uh, yeah, definitely getting recruited. You know, I reached out to Hodge, you know, asked him how it was and he said he said, Bro, I'm telling you, we're gonna go to the Mac Championship and last year we went to the Mac Championship. We we came up short, but you know, this year I believe we're we're on our way back and we will finish the job this season. What uh, Khalil in particular has told us some stories in the past of what life is like in California junior college football. Uh, what what jumps out at you? What are your some of your most memorable things? Uh, uh, California Junior College is real JUCO. Uh, you struggle. The struggle is really real in California when it comes to being in uh, junior college. You know, you got to provide everything on your own, food, rent, you know, uh, tuition. You don't get scholarships um, in California. So it's all like 
you know, I, when I went to uh, San Francisco City College, I was living in a house with 11 other football players in one bathroom. So just imagine how that house looked. So it, it was definitely I wonder rough. you're a hitter. <laughs> it was definitely rough. Yeah. <laughs> Sacramento, California. What's it like growing up there and playing high school football at Franklin High? Oh, Sacramento is a, it's a, it's a beautiful city. You know, it's up and coming. Um, I, 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 a lot of people like to, you know, talk about L.A., San Diego when it comes to California. But I believe Sacramento is, you know, the the center of everything you know everything comes out of Sacramento in my opinion and talent comes out of Sacramento and you know I loved growing up in Sacramento going to Franklin High School you know playing against Grant De La Salle uh, Granite Bay Folsom all the all the powerhouses in Northern California you know it's it's a great city to uh, be from all right, final question for you, Joey. Let's see if a good nickname comes out of Sacramento, California. You know, we try to have a little fun on the radio broadcast, and for some reason, it the, the hard-hitting safeties always seem to generate good nicknames. There was a kid here who played with Khalil Mack, and the guy's named Derek Brim. We used to call him the Brim Reaper. Uh, Tim Roberts, who played here a couple years ago, he was the, the Cajun Cruncher. I always will yield to the player himself if he's got a nickname that he would like me to use. So do we got anything for you at all? We've been throwing bank shots around a little bit, but I'm going to leave it to you here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to think about that one you know because I want something to you know when it's heard they're gonna know you know what that means and what comes with that name so I'm gonna have to think about it all right that's a deal I'm gonna give you a couple weeks and then you better come back to me with something that we can start referring to you when you start laying guys out which you have been doing regularly Joey keep up the good work it's uh, nice to catch up with you thank you sounds good that's bull safety Joey Banks so we'll work on that with Joey give him a couple of weeks and he'll come up with a good nickname for us but in the meantime watch number nine he's been flying all over the field flying down the field making big plays on the other side of the ball is Bulls wide receiver Antonio Nunn. We'll speak with him next on the UB Football Insider Show presented by Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. Come and see the difference. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical. Call 870-0753. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Town 
Ford is offering special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni to kick off the new season. This monthly's a new 2019 Ford EcoSport SE for $149 per month, only $149. The Bulls are looking good on the field, and you're looking good in a new EcoSport for only $149. Town Ford, Orchard Park. 36 please. $1,195 down plus first payment taxes, registration, and acquisition fees due at signing. Call 716-662-6500 for details. Must take delivery from dealer stock by 9119. We love our town. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill as we get you ready for the Bulls on the road at Liberty this weekend but still looking back at the game against Penn State and we do that with Bulls junior wide receiver Antonio Nunn. Antonio, it's good to catch up with you and particularly good to catch up with you after sort of a breakout game. Now you've had little breakouts before in your yeah. career but against Penn State on Saturday was kind of your breakout game. Do you feel like that a little bit? Um... Not really. Um, I felt like just going into that game, preparing for that game, it was just another game. I mean, I took it serious because it's my first game back from injury. So, you know, uh, I'm thanking the scout team for giving us a good look, and I played well that game. Five catches, 113 yards, career-high totals for both uh, for Antonio Nunn in the game against Penn State. Like you said, you didn't play that opener against Robert Morris. So, you know, with all the anticipation of how the wide receiving core was going to be different, was it harder for you that you had to wait an extra week? Uh, not really. I was just anxious to come back, you know. Um, you know, learning from the older guys who was here before me, you know, I just took that that uh, game off as a uh, learning experience, like take everything to the hundred uh, percent, do everything a hundred percent and practice no matter like when I came back, just worked everything hundred percent. So that's what I did and followed up in game in the uh, Penn State game. So how is it different now that you are a starter? You have already arguably shown the world that you're this team's number one receiver with the way you played in that game. How does that different from what you've been through the last couple of years? Um, it's totally different. You know, um, this off season, they gave me like a leadership role as a captain role. Um, that I'm not used to, you know, I don't, I'm not the, the guy that, that speaks, uh, yells out to everybody. Um, I'm the one who just do by example. So like learning from that leadership role this off season is preparing me more as a leader for our, our younger guys in the receiver group and even our younger DBs. So like I, I take that to the heart very well now. So I'm, I'm learning as the steps go on. So how much of what we saw from you in Penn State is who you are as a wide receiver? Uh, everything, you know, um, I take football serious, you know, um, like if it's a, it's a, if it's like, I don't do the wrong routes, I, I try to do everything perfect, you know, um, I do all day in practice. So, I mean, everybody tells me it's going to be a big game, this big, big game. I was like, it's just another game, you know, um, I'm going to just do what I do to help the team win. So, and that's what we did. You had two more catches of 40 yards in the game against Penn State. By our count, that's up to seven in your career. Now, you haven't had a ton. I think you're somewhere around 35 career catches. But now, 
what, a third of them are 40-yard plays? How is it that you are such a big play guy? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's my speed, you know, um, being like a shorter receiver, 5'11". Um, I always work, since I was younger, I always work on my speed. So uh, this offseason with sleeve, that's all we worked on, uh, our 40-yard uh, burst, our 30-yard burst, 10s. Um, so that's why I, I really took it to heart. I told him uh, I need everything to help me get faster. So, um, so attacking them guys and going deep balls. I, I, um, for our offense, deep balls a very productive like play here. So I really like took that to heart for real. How much? Obviously, that was such a, that was a big part of the offense last year. Anthony and KJ were great at the deep balls. How much did you watch that and realize what you need to do to be as good as they were? Oh, everything. You know how, how they showed it up in practice every day. Um, you know, AJ was a big, big bomb threat. So I always try to take a part from his game and AJ game. I mean, AJ and KJ's game to be that, uh, be that whole receiver in one and on one package. So, so I really like learned from them guys, and I'm thankful for it. What'd you, what you, what, what more did you learn from from two of the best receivers that have been here in a long time and most productive? What, what have you taken from what you saw Anthony and KJ do last year? Um, AJ, uh, just be more consistent with your catches uh, in traffic. Um, you know, um, like I said, he all, he also humbled me, like I told y'all before. Um, and KJ uh, more, uh, be more electric and open field. You know, make the contestant make make a man miss and get upfield. Um, so that's why I learned from from them guys. That's why I learned from the guys. With Bulls wide receiver Antonio Nunn, this is the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. That was last year. So coming into this year, because they're all gone, there was a lot of questions. I mean, there was you had about 25 catches, and Tito had one, and that was it in the wide receiver core. So did we underestimate what you guys can be? Are you starting to show us what you guys can be? Or were there some questions even in your own mind what this group was going to be like? Um, it was questions. It was questions because we brought in a lot of new new faces. Um, but I feel like um, like any anybody can step up at any time, you know, even our younger guys, freshmen. Um, so I feel like uh, Coach I prepared us offseason and us working with the quarterbacks. Um, so like offseason, we just working, be more consistent, make, make big contestant catches, and that's all we need to get downfield. That's all. All right, Kate, uh, Antonio was from Tampa, Florida, so you played at Fr Jefferson High School in the Tampa area. Uh, certainly Florida high school football is at a, another level. Uh, describe what it was like for you to learn and play down there and maybe how much that's prepared you for who you are now. Um, it was a learning experience. You know, um, uh, a couple players from my high school are in the league now and local like faces like uh, Ray Ray McLeod, Deion Kane, uh, Vintel Bryant, Auden Tate. Like, it's, it's a lot of uh, faces I grew up watching them play so like I learned everything from them so uh, since I was freshman in high school and then like for uh learning uh from Vintel Bryant who's also at my high school and the same um live like we lived in the same area learning from him like experienced me so when we had got the chance to play in Temple I took it to heart like oh yeah like that's a I felt like this was a one-on-one -on -one battle, so to show him how much I learned from him and how, how thank, uh, thankful I am for it. Right, and Ray and McLeod was with the Bills until yeah. a couple weeks ago, so did you ever have a chance to interact with the fact that you guys were both in the same yeah, town? I t yeah, when he first came, when he got drafted, um, I talked to him. I was like, yeah, you in, the, you in Buffalo now, so he's like, you got to show me the ways. Pack those sweatshirts? Yeah, <laughs> I told him it's different, and then when he came down here, we, we talked a few. I know he was always busy. I was always busy, so, I mean, like, when we back home, he always gave me the heads up, like, 
always like help me out and stuff so all right well he's in carolina now yeah. and you're here in buffalo and doing some great things emerging as the bulls number one wide receiver uh, you got a chance to keep doing more of that uh, against liberty keep up the good work antonio it's been fun to see you grow and develop over the years thank you for having me thank you all right that's bulls wide receiver antonio nunn we thank bulls wide receiver antonio nunn for a couple minutes of his time really going to be a guy that bulls fans are going to enjoy watching as he continues to emerge as what looks like the bulls number one receiving weapon only going to go as far as his quarterback takes him and that brings us to our next segment we'll speak with bulls quarterback matt myers when we return on the ub football insider show presented by learfield img college This is Andy Santer for Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepackspower.com. You'll see why Castle Packs Power at castlepackspower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, ComDoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit ComDoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Whoa. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ag Council. UB football is fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Hey kids, be sure to come out to Kids Day at UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st as your Buffalo Bulls take on Temple. The first 500 kids 12 and under will receive a special gift courtesy of Chick-fil-A. That's Saturday, September 21st for Kids Day as the Bulls take on the Temple Owls. Chick-fil-A, home of the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly, jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org, brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Continue to roll on with the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. One of those players who made huge strides in Coach Leipold's words in the game against Penn State, Bulls quarterback Matt Myers. 
Well, Matt, let's start first off by talking about what the experience was like for you to play in a place like that. I'm sure you've watched some games from there before as a kid and thought about what it must be like. Did it live up to any of that? Uh, most definitely. Um, you know, just what, being a kid and just watching those kind of games at Penn State and just pretty much every big school, you know, you kind of dream for a situation like that and to be able to play in an in atmosphere like that was pretty awesome. What was, was there one thing that surprised you or maybe on the flip side said, well, that's not as bad as everybody said it would? Was, was it the stadium, the crowd, the noise, any of that stuff? Um, definitely the noise. You know, I think the coaches and everyone did a great job of preparing for it. Um, like Joey said in the press conference after the game, it was louder in practice than it was during the game, and I think we did a great job with handling our business with the noise. So I think a lot of people kind of wondered what it would be like for you as a young quarterback in a stage like that, not only in a stadium like that, but against the 15th-ranked team in the country. Was there any nerves on your part? Was there any part of you that sort of wondered how it was going to go? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just being my second start at Penn State in a crowd like that, you know, I was a little nervous during warm-ups, but, you know, I just, you know, I knew my team needed me and needed to depend on me in certain situations, so I needed to play my game, and I was just, honestly, I was just excited to play, and I thought it was a great opportunity for our program to step up and play our game. Were a couple of those early throws, I know it was a nice sideline pass to Antonio Nunn, and then I think on the second or third drive, you get the nice 40-yard pass. Were, were those the points where you're like, okay, you know, I'm okay here, I'm good here? Yeah, that's that's exactly how I felt. You know, I, I got in a, a rhythm quick, and I just got in a roll, and the coaches were calling great plays. The line was blocking great, and receivers were great. So definitely getting in a roll in the first drive helped me a lot. You know, you only threw the ball 10 times in the Robert Morris game. And um, so maybe, you know, they're just because we hadn't seen it, kind of wondered what you'd be like in a situation where you're going to get to throw the ball 25 or 30 times. And you got that. So what more do you know about yourself as a quarterback? And what have we learned about you as a quarterback? Uh, definitely it's just, you know, I'm, whether if the coach calls one pass play or 50, I'm just going to do my job. Um, and, you know, I think I, myself, I learned that, you know, as I, as I learned week one and I learned from week two that I could play at this level. And I, I have a lot of confidence in myself and with the coach and, and team. So it definitely helped a lot of self-confidence uh, at Penn State. So in reality, a, pl a game like that in a place like that has helped you sort of, if you had any doubts, uh, get rid of those, hasn't it? Yes, it definitely has. Um, did a, did backed up to your own four-yard line with about two minutes to go and a chance to take the lead uh, contribute to that as well too? Take me through that drive. Um, it was definitely uh, definitely really loud with the student section right there and um, right in our ear basically in the huddle. Um, you know, we knew we, we had to capitalize on a drive and, you know, we're, we practice all the time backed up in situations like that just driving down the field. So we had a play. We had a crucial uh, third down conversions and that was that helped a lot. So. Three big pass plays on that drive. Well, four, because you mentioned it. You had the, I think the screen pass that kept the drive alive early, then the throw to Zach Lefebvre down the middle of the field, then the one to Antonio to inside the five, and then the touchdown. Um, you know, give me an overview on those pass plays and, and why they all worked so well. Um, definitely have to shout out the O-line. They had a fantastic game, let alone that drive especially. And, you know, the receivers um, found great areas to sit in and had great routes. So you have to give a lot of credit to the O-line and the receivers for that, for you know making my job look a lot easier than it was. Part of you getting a chance to throw the ball 31 times means we've started to get a little feel for your wide receiving core. And we just had a chance to talk to Antonio Nunn about his kind of breakout game. And we saw Dom Johnson make some big catches. Um, what are you learning about that group? And are you starting to get a feel for who those guys that you can rely on are beginning to be? 
Yeah, definitely Antonio had a great game. Obviously, he showed it, um, especially coming off uh, injury. That was very impressive of what he did. And, you know, I think the receiving group is, you know, have, have a chip on their shoulder because a lot of people are talking about them being young and inexperienced. So they're ready to prove a lot of stuff. And, you know, we're, we're learning as we go on, and we're, we're going to be ready for Liberty, and it should be fun. With Bulls quarterback Matt Myers here on the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. What was it like running off that field after the touchdown to Julian um, with about 104,000 people as silent as you could ever get them to be? What was it like? What was that locker room like? Just give me a feel for what that team was feeling at that point leading at halftime against the 15th-ranked team in the country. Uh, I mean, it was awesome. I think that was the only time we heard our fans cheer, I would say. But, you know, in that locker room, you know, it, it really opened up a lot of eyes to everybody knowing that we could play with these guys. And... Unfortunately, things didn't go our way in the second half. We made some mistakes, um, but we knew we knew if we play our game, we could compete with anybody. What have you learned from maybe some of those things that didn't go so well in the second half? What are the things that you're going to look back on and go, I know what I need to do here now and, and maybe not do those things again? Um, definitely the, the interception. That I feel like that was the turn of the game. Um, you know, it was just a, a minor mistake that cost us a lot, and they... They, they converted on a lot of turn, turnovers, um, a lot of mistakes that we had, you know, they scored on. And it was um, kind of set us back a little bit. So we just got to watch film and go over what we, what we need to learn and we should be fine. You talked a little bit about your offensive line, and in a whole, we just saw a lot more from the offense than we had seen in the first game uh, in the way you're using both backs in the, on the field at the same time, in the way some screen passes and some uh, – you know, jet sweep kind of stuff. I, you know, how wide open is this playbook for you right now? Uh, it's it's awesome. With the you know, we have a great offensive line and we have a great running back. We have a great running back group, so we want to use that to our advantage for sure. Um, you know, there's not really one specific guy that is going to get the ball. It's going to be we have a lot of playmakers on the off on the offense, whether it's a freshman to senior. You know, so we want to put the ball in good players' hands and just make them play. Right, finally, last week our guest on the pregame show and on our UB Football Insider show was your left tackle, Evan Kazarzak, and he, he had the first opportunity to talk about how much he's thrown a few things back at you because of your West Seneca East versus West Seneca West rivalry. So now, because you're the quarterback and you're going to get a lot more chances, you get the rebuttal here. How hard did he work you over a little bit, or maybe how hard have you worked him over because of this rivalry? Um, definitely last year. Um, in the in the regular season, I think we were in the hotel. Uh, we we beat them, but they they beat us when it mattered in the section championship. But you know we uh, we talk back and forth, just messing around all the time. Um, you know I'm great I'm great friends with his old his old high school coach, so. You know, we just go back and forth all the time, especially when they play each other. They'll start to heat up. All right, rivals, uh, rivals in high school, but not rivals on the field. And you, you better not get Evan too mad at you because that could not bode well for you, right? No, not go good. All right, that is Bulls quarterback Matt Myers. We thank Matt Myers for some really interesting insight into how he's developing as the Bulls' starting quarterback. Next chance to see Matt, obviously, this Saturday on the road at Liberty, but then you'll get a chance to see him at home, UB Stadium, the following Saturday, the 21st, when the Bulls host Temple. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show presented by Learfield IMG College. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical.
Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right, if you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical tree. Treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with Tropical. Ah, hot. Tropical. Ooh, so cool. Tropical heating and cooling. Call 870-0753. Tropical heating and cooling. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st, where the UB football team hosts the Temple Owls, presented by Millard Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Game day is about so much more than just football. Before kickoff, enjoy a tailgate concert by country music star Granger Smith, along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. So round up your friends and family, get to UB Stadium, and cheer on the Bulls. For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit UBBulls.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Parents, sign your kids up for the Junior Bulls Kids Club, presented by UBMD Pediatrics. The club is open to all children, 8th grade and below. Membership is just $30 and includes 10 tickets to any home UB game, T-shirt, membership, gift, and more. To sign up, visit UB Bulls. Dot com. We welcome in Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller, for our Full of It segment. Got a lot to talk about, but start with some news as we just learned a little bit earlier on Monday, the details of next Saturday's home game against Temple, John. Yeah, breaking news. Uh, we finally got a kick time for the Temple game, so fans will be interested to know that the kick game will kick off on, at 3.30 p.m. on Saturday, September 21st, and will air on ESPNU. All right, so that's uh, not this coming Saturday because the Bulls are on the road at Liberty, but the following Saturday back home against Temple, another national TV broadcast for the Bulls. All right, uh, Lance Leipold uh, dropped knowledge on us and stole this from you earlier in the show, but you have provided more information on Liberty quarterback Stephen Buckshot Calvert. Right, I think everybody just assumed it was a nickname, Buckshot, right? Who would actually name someone Buckshot? And it's kind of a quarterbacky thing, too, yeah, isn't right. it? Yeah, right. It's a pretty cool name, but apparently, looking into it, it actually is his middle name. His father was a big NASCAR fan, and I guess there was an old NASCAR driver named Buckshot, uh, Buckshot Jones that he was a fan of growing up. So he wanted there to name go. his son after Buckshot. Again, apparently, right. he didn't get the first name approval from the from the mom, so he <laughs> had to go with uh, <laughs> with middle name. Well, that's still a question I need to ask the folks in Liberty. Even I'm like, are we referring to him as Buckshot, like at all times, or is it Stephen and the occasional Buckshot? Like, I, I'm curious how they even refer to him that way. So 
We'll figure that out. We'll have that. Buckshot. You got to go with Buckshot. I, I'm, that's what I'm. I'm all about that. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Some really cool stuff came out of the game against Penn State on the numbers front, and that's where John's really great at diving into some of the numbers. So um, give us a little bit of feel for some of the things that emerged there, and I, and the one that really didn't surprise me because we knew the Bulls did a nice job on this, but it surprised me of its significance in Bulls history is one of the stats you came up with the time of possession. Yeah, so, you know, you look at the final score, obviously, you know, it didn't go the Bulls' way, but if you really dive into the numbers, I mean, the Bulls really dominated this game in a lot of different categories, and one of those categories was time of possession. The Bulls had the ball for 42 minutes and 32 seconds. Penn State only had the ball for a little over 17 minutes. You know, that, that 42 minutes and 32 seconds was the most, the highest time of possession ever. In, in our FBS era since 1999 for a single game. That's amazing. Which is, and look who you're doing it against. You know, usually in games like that where you're going against a much tougher opponent, you know, you're a lot of three and outs and things like that. But we really sustained a lot of long drives throughout most of the game. And it's really, really a credit to this team. 90 plays is a pretty significant number, 90 too. plays as well. To Penn State's only 46. We ran twice as many plays as Penn State. You know, we don't, we don't hit that 90 number too often. I haven't really gone back to see how many times we've done that. But it's been a while since we hit the 90-play uh, plateau. And then just a couple of the numbers from that game. And we, we outgained Penn State in total offense, 429 to 357. Third downs, we were 10 of 23, so almost, you know, almost 50% in third downs. Penn State was only 2 of 9 in third downs. And then finally, uh, I, I like the sacks number two, I really like. And we had three sacks in that game. Penn State with their, with their vaunted defensive line and, that, and vaunted defense really only had one sack. And I think that was in the fourth quarter. That, that it was, was. That it was, was late in the game. Yeah. That guy just starting to get worn down yep. a little bit. Uh, so our offensive line just did a tremendous job. Uh, one that jumped out at me, um, not necessarily from the game, but tied to the game, is the smoke and fire backfield of Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks that we saw on the field a lot in this game. So far through first two games combined for 300 yards and 4.6 yards a carry, um, you know, you almost have to look at those two guys as one running back in a lot of ways. Yeah, they're such a great complement from each other. And what I really like this year is seeing how the coaching staff is, is using them on this field at the same time. You know, last year was kind of, you know, Patterson will be in and then Marks will be in for a few series. And now they're now they're on the field at the same time. And, and you know, it, it's really putting the stress on defense because they don't know who to key on, right? So it's I really, you know, I like how they're utilizing them both because I need to realize that they're both really good players. they got to get them on the field. Earlier on the show, we had Bulls wide receiver Antonio Nunn as one of our guests. He set career highs with five catches for 113 yards. And I, I think we're getting close on the numbers being right here. He's had 32 career catches. He's had seven catches over 40 yards. Yeah, that's been kind of the staple of him throughout his career. Even going back as a freshman, if, if fans remember, he had a 50-yard touchdown catch at Army. You know, he, he's he's definitely a deep threat for the Bulls. And, and a lot of it's just, it's just speed. I mean, most of those cats are just being able to just beat that defensive back uh, straight down the field and getting hit, you know, hitting for long passes. But, yeah, he's, he's really become a nice deep threat for this team. And finally with you, John, to get ready for kickoff on Saturday against Liberty. That's not the first time the Bulls have played down there. And I think one of the things that's a little disappointing is that former Bulls head coach Turner Gill, who was there last year, is not going to be there now. I think a lot of fans were hoping there might be that little reunion. Yeah, you know, uh, Turner uh, was um, had just retired just before uh, at the end of last season. So, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to uh, see him. But he, he did a nice job. Uh, um, kind of, you know, he, he was with that program. They, they have been FCS for, for a number of years. This is their first official year in FBS. But he had a really nice job with them as an FCS program, took them to the playoffs a few times and kind of got them to this step. Unfortunately, you know, he, he decided to step down. I think his wife had some health issues, and we wish them the best because, you know, Turner was such a, you know, is a great man and did such great things for our program. It would have been great to see him, uh, but unfortunately he isn't there anymore.
All right, so Hugh Freeze, of which we addressed all of his kind of headline-making situations, is the head coach now. It's going to be the Bulls and the Liberty Flames. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night. Pre-game here on ESPN 1520 is at 5 o'clock. And then don't forget, a week from Saturday, it's the Bulls back home against the Temple Owls. A 3.30 kickoff just announced that the game will be, of course, heard here on ESPN 1520, but also seen on ESPNU Temple grad John Fuller has no mixed emotions for that one whatsoever. Not at all. Go Bulls. Hey, John, thanks for the time as always. Always fun to catch up with John. He's always got uh, the good tidbits that we need to know for our Full of It segment. We thank all our guests, Lance Leipold, Matt Myers, Antonio Nunn, Joey Banks. We'll talk to you from Lynchburg, Virginia on Saturday night when the Bulls take on Liberty. Thanks for joining us on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.